good to go. Look at this awesome. a little bit more up in oh, Josh's like grill. We just, we just everybody sure. sounds so beautiful, and we want to make sure that the internet knows. <laughs> okay, cool. Without further ado, I'm gonna do my fucking intro. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people who listened to the conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Well, hey, what are you going to do? It's all good. It's all good. I offered, they declined. But hey, sometimes people aren't thirsty. And it's good to know when you're not thirsty because some people don't realize when they're not thirsty and they just keep drinking. They just keep on drinking. They just keep on drinking. It's a fucking problem. But we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to talk about you two. I'm joined by my friends Josh and Amber of Creatures and Creep Rods. Make some noise for the internet. Oh, we also have another friend here today. I've almost forgot. Frankie. Frankie, the blue-eyed Lucy ball python. She's here to join us too. <laughs> really happy to have all three of you in the house today. Frankie does have a really small microphone that you can't see, but maybe <laughs> I'll just I'll, you know, maybe you'll get some little hisses and slithers in the backtrack <laughs> later. So for those of you out there in the internet land that aren't familiar with creatures and creep broads, what can I don't know which one of you wants to take this question, but what can you tell me about Creatures and Creep Rods? What is it? We are a nonprofit. We plan and promote events for other nonprofits. Um, we like a lot of things and not one thing in particular. So most of our events are pretty mixed up. Um, music, of course, is a big part of it. Um, reptiles is another big part of it. Maybe some horror elements. Uh, what gave it away? I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always seem to Which, get screwed in the end. Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, we also have been trying to get some hearse-related themed car shows going, um, but there's just not enough of them, so we welcome all wheels. We don't give a fuck if you have a hot wheel, a big wheel, um, a wheelchair. Come on down and, you know, park, oh, yeah. it, park it out there and, and hang out. Um, we also have a lot of art vendors, original art vendors, um, a few of them that have been with us from literally day one. Um, so when was day one? Officially or unofficially? You think I got a headache? <laughs> <laughs> unofficially. Um, that's the start of something. Well, there's, there's a history that goes back about 12 years. Okay. And then, you know, that kind of began with Chris of Leprosy. I seen this dude working out at the gym, and at the time, the American Heart Association had come in and said, hey, we're going around to businesses doing some stuff, you know, anyone want to get in and do something? And I looked at the dude, and I said, it kind of looks like a guy that would like horror, so let's do a haunted house and a music event where I was working. But I had to take a break from that because motherhood and life Understood. didn't yeah. allow it. Um, Ten years later, my other best friend, Jason, from Leprosy, was sitting there, we were bullshitting, and he said, oh, yeah, it'd be really cool to do a, a reptile show and then end the night with music. And I said, hold my beer. Let's do this. <laughs> so two years yeah. ago in November, we cool. did the first one. Um, there was some suspensions with Only Flesh, uh, some freak Who show else? stuff. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> Gotta love Rev, yeah. you know? Um, 
And then shortly after that, his parents began to run the subalpine and they came to us and said, Hey, is there anything, you know, you guys can do to help bring up, you know, bring in business down here? And we sat down, we threw a bunch of ideas on the table. He happens to have a hearse. I said, Hey, let's, let's try something with a hearse event. But because I like so many different things, it's got to be like a big mixed bag of nuts. Uh-huh. I love the sentence. He happens to have a hearse. Yeah, he happens to have a hearse. <laughs> <you know>. so. <laughs> so, so that's kind of, um, it'll be almost two years since we've started officially, legally, about a year. Okay, we're, cool. We're one Congratulations. Step, yeah, we're one step shy of being a full-blown official nonprofit. You know, we're That's a lot people. of work. Oh, and it costs. It yeah. costs a good chunk of change in order to do things to donate all of your change. Uh-huh. So. It's go crazy. Fig- go figure, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting that there's still so much physical red tape to go through for something like yeah. that in yeah. the digital age. Yeah. Tell oh, me about I it. I mean, eventually, hopefully it'll right. become an easier process. You figure if there's, especially nowadays when we're living in a time where I feel like younger people are becoming more and more disconnected. Yes. And if like anybody wants to go out of their way to help, that's like under the age of 50, we should just be like, please, you know, instead of like being like problem, 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 you know, like trying to put up barriers. Right. Right. Oh, and it is, it's ridiculous. Like it's, you know, in the beginning I thought it was just as simple as saying, Hey, we're going to do this and donate the money. But that third step is important because if we want sponsorship or we want other people to donate to us, they're more likely to do it. If we have that piece of paper that states we're yeah. a non full blown nonprofit. Plus, then they can write off donations, and right now they can't do that. So it's a struggle to get sponsorship in that sense. Okay, for that very so reason, is that part of the reason that you were telling me like you are a nonprofit that helps other nonprofits? Is that kind of part of the reason? Is because like you're kind of in between this thing, so you're teaming up with other people, or is it because you just want to team up with other people to help them do something bigger? Um. I just like helping other people. The yeah. one thing that I took away from that very, very first event with Chris from Leprosy for the American Heart Association, um, even though we, we raised a thousand dollars in one night, that was the first thing that I had ever taken part in. We threw it together in like three months. Yeah. And I think he can agree with me that feeling, that rewarding feeling of being a part of something bigger is kind of always stuck with me and you know eventually we would like to be in a position where we make a few bucks but it is a very rewarding feeling just doing stuff for other people and i can't pick one i can't decide who i want to help all the time and that's why we kind of have a a mixed bag of people that we help you know we split it up you know each show is a different organization we help so with this kind of stuff you know you really have to want to do it over making a few bucks because there's way easier ways to make a few bucks. Yeah, I could be a stripper <laughs> so. or a prostitute or something. Well, like, you, oh you, my you God. didn't have to go there. <laughs> but uh Yeah, I keep getting screwed other ways. So like <laughs> real quick, shout outs to the makeup and the artist. Ashley Cruel, man. Yeah. Ashley fucking cruel. She she takes my crazy ass ideas and she brings them to life. And it's funny because sometimes she's like, you want me to do what? And then I get there and she she goes up way above and beyond and, and pulls off this magic. And I don't know how well you guys can see what's going on here, but there's screwdrivers all through my face and my head. So, yeah, you know, you got to love Ashley. Yeah. She's, and she's been a support from the newer day one, the two years ago, day one. I met her actually at the show that I did with my other best friend, Jason at spirit and only flesh and them guys. And mm-hmm. we've 
kind of been friends ever since. And then when we started this, he said, hey, hit up Ashley. Yeah. She might be interested in helping. Is, I don't even remember how I met Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're doing all this stuff and we have a, you know, a love for horror ourselves. You know, would you like to come be a part of this? And she said, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the things about the, uh, the air quote scene. If you're going to events all the time like it you lose track of like when you met somebody and sometimes there will be people that you've seen around for like half a year or a year and then you finally meet and it's like okay well like we met now but like i've known who you were for right. a while there's like all that weird shit right georgios yeah boy georgios <laughs> shouts outs to georgios real quick holy shit yep man i love that place love that place uh really that was a place that really formed my uh, exposure of the fact that like a local music scene exists. The back of a pizza place. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like who was it? A, a moment of clarity. Were they like one of those old bands back then? And like yeah. first day dead, uh, commit suicide, bag, leprosy. Baghead. Yeah. Baghead. Oh man. I remember like, I remember, uh, and then like, there was even like, you know, I mean plenty of like, touring bands that played through there but i remember like the first time i went to a bigger show there it was misery index yeah that was the fucking shit dude hell yeah man (laughs) i saw misery index before that in squirrel hill were you at that show they played at that restaurant in squirrel hill where was that was that frankie georgie's uh no it was some ethnic place i don't know if it was mediterranean or asian right off of forward avenue it was it was on forward avenue Yeah. yeah like by uh uh, one of the pizza buying like Napoli's pizza and all that. Yeah. That was the shit. Motherfuckers don't know. <laughs> they don't know about that shit. Uh, I, I look a little bit younger than I am, which is fortunate. But uh, if I take off the hat, you'd be like, Oh, Oh, okay. I get it. Get it. That fucking dude's old. That was one of them shows that flew under radar too. It just, we're having a show here and there was no flyers. There was no event page. Yeah, well, there was no event pages for anything back then. Let's if you're going to hang out back there, let's pull this up just a little bit closer to you cuz you you sound quiet, How which about is that? Oh, that sounds a lot better. Cool. I want people to hear these stories. They got to oh, they got to know what the fuck is up. But uh <laughs> we were, you know, just through all this time obviously uh before we get into like more of a deep dive and like personal talks about you two with creatures and creep rods, are there any events coming up that you would like to plug in the upcoming months? Absolutely. Let's on, drop that now. On the 24th of August, we have the freakers ball. Um, what Ooh. that is, is freak show meets horror. Is it okay if I list everybody that's, I don't care. Go okay, for it. Awesome, awesome. It's, it's your hour. Sweet. <laughs> it, it benefits Bikers Against Child Abuse. You uh-huh. know, first half of the day from one to five is the All Wheels Welcome Hearst Car Bike Event. Um, we have vendors. We have Reptile Vendors Off the Hook is our sponsor for for this this particular show, Off the Hook Exotics. Um, we have the Dreadnecks coming from New York. We have Bordella coming from New Jersey. Of course, we have Only Flesh. How could we not in that theme type of show? Um, Children of October, It Lives, Horrid Ordeal, and none other than Venus and Furs. We, oh, we yeah. also have Trundle Manor coming, and they're doing um, they're hosting a pinup widow contest. And what that is, because I get a lot of questions, is it a spider? No. Think funeral and sexy. Think maybe you took your loved one out and you're feeling hot. I feel like whoever asks you that question obviously has no idea what Trundle Manor is. Because <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, I, I think I think that they just, 
they automatically assume reptiles and they think, oh, so I'm supposed to dress up as a big spider and it's like... Yeah, do that, you fucking nerd. Show yeah, up, see what like, happens. Fucking awesome. <laughs> and then other future shows, October 12th, we have Hell's Bells. What that is is okay. female-fronted bands. Okay. Um, again, that one goes to Bikers Against Child Abuse. We love those guys. They do a really wonderful thing. You know, the kids that can't stand up for themselves, that are afraid to stand up against their offenders. And, you know, um, these guys go into court with them. They they, oh, wow. they show up to court. You know, they, they assist them and, and make them feel comfortable. And these guys do it all out of pocket, you know. So we're just trying to be a part of... That's super awesome. Helping the, our future generations not be so afraid of this big, bad, ugly world. Yeah. Yeah. Same exact concept from one to five. There's the car show. Doors open at four for both of these, by the way. Where are these events at? The Sub Alpine and okay, Turtle yeah. Creek. That's what I figured, but I didn't think you had mentioned that. So, um, Murder for Girls, Lady Beast, Over My Dead Body, A Common Crown, Working Breed, Dematis, D. Gregorio, I believe is how you say that name. I've never actually heard it out loud. And Wolf Blanket for that one. And then the final in the series of the Creatures and Creep Rods car slash music events is um, on November 9th. The theme is the end of the world. Same thing, one to five, car, reptiles, you know, um, vendors. And then that one goes to the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Because I don't know about you, but when I think about the end of the world, I think, how in the hell am I going to eat? Sure. Uh, I don't want to starve. Uh-huh. Um, we're also going to introduce our stuff a hearse idea for that one. <sighs> okay. So we're hoping that people maybe bring some non-perishables and try to stuff our caskets on yeah, the back yo. of our hearses. Something different outside the box. Can I tell you the dumb thing that I just thought of as soon as you told me this? Go I'm ahead. thinking November. I'm thinking stuff. I'm thinking you got to dress that hearse up like a turkey. Hey, go for it, dude. <laughs> That's Thanksgiving, you know idea. what I'm saying? That's nah. not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Continue. <laughs> and then, of course, the way it, you know it all began is the way it's going to end. Leprosy is is a band there. Wretched Hive, Doran Doll, Smoke Wizard, Brimstone Coven, Shrouded in Neglect, and Molasses Barge. Cool. And then, just real fast, last but not least, we decided for December we're doing a month of giving. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday the thirteenth, we're doing a fundraiser for People's Oakland. It's a place that focuses on holistic treatment of depression and whatnot so the theme of that is depression the nightmare before christmas kind of dual themed you know the movie and the depression that one is sponsored by first angel media um so far we have skies of terror and animus on that one Uh, moving ahead the 21st it's a krampus theme goes to the guardian angel medical service dogs what they do is they train and adopt service dogs for free to veterans with ptsd Pretty pretty cool, solid yeah. sort of organization. Um, we're going to be teaming up with Moto Mutt. It's another organization like ourselves. They choose different organizations that are dog related and donate to them. Um, Royal Honey, The Cheats, Castle of Ink, Dragline, and Sulios are on that so far. And we're also doing pictures with Krampus for pets. Any pet you have, fur baby, scale baby, human baby, whatever. <laughs> so it's a little twist on the whole you know, photo pets with Santa. And yeah. Then, I love it. And then the very last one we're doing that month, um, Jesus we're going to work with Christ. the kids. I know. Fucking busy. I love it. And, and uh, the shows are between these. Yeah. yeah. I love it. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do a masquerade ball for Baca. I've recently worked with um, our future generation of music on your nerves. They're teenagers that are, they put a show on the other night and they filled the house. Cool. So being that bikers against child abuse is kind of geared towards children, I figured why not do a venue with 
children band, you know, not children, teenagers, basically yeah. bands. We haven't decided on exactly what the theme is. We're gearing towards maybe a horror or angels and devils kind of deal and kind of let them have like a all ages pre New Year's Eve kind of masquerade. I think that's ball. a killer idea. So, yeah. So that's pretty much all the creatures and creep rod stuff we have coming up. And then like he said, the rest, he has crap ton of shows in between. Yeah, real real quick, I guess, you know, we can touch on, like, all this stuff's at the Alpine, right? Yes. The Subalpine yes. and Turtle Creek. Drop the address. Um, 108 9th Street. 108 9th Street, Turtle Creek, 15145. And for the record, they donate their space to us for free for all of this. So, you know, you can't yeah. go wrong. You can't go wrong. And you can us, pretty much let us do whatever we want, you know, short of nudity. <laughs> Have you tried? Uh, we're, 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 well, we're excited to see how Venus and Furs goes over with, with the old heads. So uh, it's one of those situations where you ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and we'll find out how they feel about Venus and Furs. Their live show's pretty PG. It, it is, but it's it's a little more R-rated than... Well, we're going to see how Only Flesh goes over. I feel like if Leprosy <laughs> can play in there, and you know, doing bloody. their thing. Right, right. I feel like, you know, a couple girls can dance in their right. little bikini bottoms or whatever Only Flesh is going to do. We'll or or Venus and Furs, I saw them. Or that. Only Flesh, because they've probably played there before too, right? No, not oh, yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. They were there for the first initial meeting when we decided to throw together a bunch of ideas, but I don't think they were quite sold. And then um, I talk a lot, so I kind of get on Rev's nerves a little tiny bit. You know, I mean, he still he still works I think with us. everything gets on Rev's nerves. You, you like know, everything. It is, I think I think he gets on his own nerves. Probably. <laughs> I think that's probably accurate. <laughs> and when we were going and we were sitting down and putting together the different themes and ideas for the six shows that we did for the Creatures and Creep Rods, you know, summer and stuff, we came up with Freakers Ball, and automatically it was based around Rev Only Flesh and Trundle Manor, and so I just kind of crossed my fingers and went for it, approached them both and said, we have this amazing idea, but we can't really bring it to life without both of you. Yeah. And since they get together, you know, get along so well, rather, um, they said, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I think that that's the, the interesting thing about what the two of you are doing. Well, I mean, there's so much to fucking that we can dive into right now, but just trying to keep it on creatures and creep rods that stay focused somewhat. I think it's really cool that there's so many different things that you're connected with and so many other organizations and bands and all of these people. And it's just one of those things where it's like, there's so much that exists that you don't know about. Right. And it's really crazy that all, like there's to, it's crazy and super inspiring to hear all of these people that are trying to just do good collide together like, peacefully, get all of that stuff together yeah. in one place is really, really awesome. And the fact that you're helping facilitate that is really cool. Thank and you. for anybody out there in the internet world that is like, I wish I could help with something. Hey. There's obviously <laughs> plenty of people that need help and plenty of other things going yes. on. If you know what the two of you aren't doing is exactly what you are passionate about. There's other things. I feel like you might be somebody good to reach out to no matter what. Cause oh, probably, absolutely. I imagine there's like a lot of research and stuff that goes into figuring out who you want to work with and just what exists. Right. Um, sometimes. And sometimes I just go for it. I just say, fuck it. And I, you know, 
a good handful of these bands are him going, but you can't get them to play. <laughs> oh, yeah? And I, and I just okay. go, okay. And I message them, you know, or some of them have been suggested by other bands. Um, a few of them I know, like like Leprosy, my best friend Jason, like Chris. It's, we have a love-hate relationship because, you know, we've, we've worked together. It's kind of like that brother-sister thing where it's like, but he wouldn't let you hurt me, you know, but he might want to choke me out himself. Sure. Kind of thing. Um, it would be very on brand for them. <laughs> no, very, very. <laughs> we, we are, we are hoping on, on the November show that he gets to kill me on stage where we have to get together and talk about oh, that some, would be fun. Oops. Uh, yeah. You know, so there's a little bit of like <laughs> a little bit of uh Hmm. This isn't a bad idea. I've always yeah. fantasized about killing this bitch kind of thing going on there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout outs to Leprosy. They they played at my work last night and I ran sound for them. They're really oh, nice, nice guys. So. They are. They're very yeah. hard workers. I, yeah. You know, um, despite whether you're into that style of music or not, if it's your cup of tea or not, they're very good dudes. They, and they have been, I know I keep saying their name, but from day one, from the day that this idea was born, Chris has been there. And, yeah. and even shows that I've put together that are nowhere near close to his cup of tea, he has showed up and supported. They are very, very supportive with the whole Pittsburgh music industry and, and just their friends. Yeah. He even came to a ladies' night only event. I mean, he's probably going to kill me for saying this. <laughs> we had a sex sweets and and candy, you know, kind of night where it was like you know pure romance, jewelry, and, okay. and sweets, and it didn't do so hot. So there wasn't a whole lot of issues with the men coming in and and his, you know. The lady in his life came to the event. He started off hanging out in the bar, but then he made his way to the back and, and found the DJ booth. Yeah, and found the <laughs> DJ booth. He loves kicks, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, and and again came to an event that he really, you know, technically wasn't allowed to be at. But again, like I said, support from day one. He knows he he knows what a hard worker I am, and he'll tell you that no matter how much I get on his nerves, he'll say. She's a hard worker, you know, and we go old school, old school flyers out there showing people what we are, whether they get it or not, you know, yeah. up three days straight, up three days. Yeah. He sometimes on the weekends cause they're just piled hard with shows. He doesn't get to sleep cause he works at night. And I'm like, no 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm picking you up and we're doing this. I'll tell you what though. You always seem to have like the calmest fucking demeanor. <laughs> This is conserving that energy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're in the pit with them. That's a whole different story. <laughs> what do you do to let loose, man? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> Fox with me. Yeah, just fucking Picks chill. on me. Yeah. Listen to loud music. Yeah. Pick on Amber. Yes, Got it. pretty much. That's about it. Hell yeah. Pretty just much. Go to shows and that's all I've been ever, ever done, you know? Yeah. So in terms of like, let's, let's take this to the other side because, you know, we've talked about the subalpine a lot and it's definitely not something that we should just kind of skip over because it's a newer venue in the, what, the greater Pittsburgh area. I don't know what right. we want to call it. You know, it's a 25 minutes outside of downtown yes, or 20 depending or 15, depending on, you know, how much of a badass you, you are. Like yeah. Them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depending on how much of a badass you are and what time of the day. And if you actually know where you're going or if you, uh you know, just follow the GPS. But uh, anyways, that's another story. Um, <laughs> it's a cool place. There's a lot of cool stuff going on there. And you've been booking the fuck out of this place, I'm doing booked, a ton of shows. I'm all the way to November. November is the only month that ain't nothing there. Yeah. So uh, how has show promoting and things been? I mean, I guess this works for both, you know, 
creatures and creep rods and the subalpine in general, but just show promoting and getting people to come out to things. How has that been for the both of you? Just by word of mouth. I mean, it's been pretty solid. As long as you have local support, you pretty much get a full house or at least a half a house. Yeah. And there have been a few words. Yeah. Been like, oh, man, really? You can't always, yeah. It's yeah, you like, can't You can't ever. It's so unpredictable. It really is. And then no matter how, like, I tried to, the one thing I did try to research when I picked these dates were making sure we weren't up against something, you know, big, something annual, something that would just crush us. Because there's, being that there are so many elements, you know, there's the big, huge annual car shows. There's the big other benefits that they do every year. You know, you try to pick and choose dates that are not, we're not trying to compete with anybody, you know, and we'll do really well. And then all of a sudden freaking Willie Nelson is playing the same goddamn night that you're doing your show. And they're like, really? Yeah. (laughs) I would have went and saw Willie had I known, you know, just because I bet you that was some really cool crowd watching. Every once in a while show will pop up, you know, after you already have something scheduled and you're like, yeah. Right, right. So it's it's really hit or miss because social media you can't go by what the numbers say oh, on the page, no. you know. Um and even when you're out and people are like, Oh wow, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be there. That sounds cool, and you're like, Oh yeah. And then you open the doors and it's like Yeah. Where is everybody? But at the same time there's there's times where you expect a show to be a complete dud and like Friday night, I was yeah. paranoid the whole time because these are kids. They're, you know, they're they're young adults, and they get their hopes up real high, and they get really excited. And the whole way there, I'm like, fingers crossed, like, please let there at least be twenty people, you know. And I get there, there's nowhere to park, you know. They, they sold over a hundred admission, you know, yeah. and and it was like, and it was the coolest thing watching these kids, you know, up in the front do a pit jump around there was crowd surfing there was a gentleman there that was probably in his 70s they picked him up and surfed him oh which hell was, yeah yeah that was pretty <laughs> that was pretty solid and it and as a parent you know stuff like that warms my heart because all there were all the parents there as well supporting their kids and nowadays some parents they're too busy supporting their drug habits and things of that sure. nature you know or a lot of these teenage kids as well are into stuff other than music and things of that nature so to see that whole entire just to see that whole picture come to life was really not to sound like a nerd but heartwarming you know oh, totally experiencing the feels a little bit here and there every at, at the, every now and then that night where i was almost like teary-eyed at just watching the parents and watching the kids and the energy and the, mm-hmm. it was really cool to see our future generation doing something other than shooting up drugs or you know totally up walmart and, sure so I think that it's an it's really awesome that there's an you know that you were able to facilitate a night where like an all ages crowd from like an like an underground standpoint could have a place to yeah. play that you know is like a decent place and not just like you know a coffee shop or something like that right. nothing against any or of those spaces <laughs> but like or a basement yeah but it's like you know sometimes it's like it sucks whenever, like, you know, it's cool to play a space that can fit, like, 30 people. But, you know, to give those kids an opportunity to play a space that could fit, like, 100 or more people, yeah. they don't get that a whole lot nowadays. Nope. And I had a – I mean, there's just not a lot of places that will even let all-ages shows happen. And that's a big part of the problem, especially for, like, metal bands. Right, And right. we came across it. Greywalker was playing a show – 
And it was one of these things where like we're playing a show and it didn't say 21 plus on the flyer because it's just kind of one of those things. It's like assumed. Right. Right. But there were some kids that came to see us and they couldn't get into the show because they didn't know. Right. And I felt so fucking bad that like the, 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 the one kid is he plays in a band and I changed our a show that we had booked. I changed it to all ages and put his band on the show. Nice, nice. Because I'm like, fuck this. Like, you know, it's like even though that's only, you know, four kids that wanted to come in. That's still four Those kids, kids are more likely to fucking like tell people about stuff yeah. than like some fucking old people yep. will. So yep. it's like we need to like I know it can be really hard sometimes because like you wanna have shows where like people are you have fucking old people and they're going to go out. It's their night out. So they want to make right. sure they can have a fucking beer and do this and that and things like that. But I feel like we're neglecting a big part of the younger Huge generation part. that that's, Huge. they're the fucking, they're the future. They're the future. Yep. Yeah. The yep. part that's going to come from, and stay from the first band to the last band. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a huge, oh, that's a huge like, pet peeve like, of mine, Going too. back to me being fucking, like, you know, 14, 15 at Giorgio's yeah. CM Misery Index, you know what I mean? I was able to fucking do that. And now look at me. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I'm here, you know? But, like, I'm still, like, super involved in it. And, like, we need to, like, give people that opportunity to still be here. I mean, like, all of us were here, you know? We were all able to go to cool shows when we were younger. And now I think the opportunities are just... A lot slimmer. Slimmer, yeah. Especially for bands that are like heavier, because a lot of places just don't want to facilitate the heavy music. Or a lot of places just can't. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. And that was the one thing that those those teenagers kept saying. Like they, they did a fest like this one last year, but it had to be in their basement and fifteen people came and they were like to to get out there and see their first show with a hundred plus people was so exciting yeah. to them. And so, you know, the, the, the parents all night long, thank you for letting, you know, thank you for doing this thing. And I'm like, like you said, they need a place to go or you're going to alienate them and cause them to do things that are negative yeah, because they don't have a space to do things that are positive is my opinion as a parent. Totally. I, I'd rather, you know, give that generation a chance to do something positive. Um, and yeah, not be pissed off because oh we have nowhere to do this and yeah. plus they're amazing they're amazing musicians um they played some beatles songs they played what else did they play they played uh, a lot of uh like pop punk stuff mm-hmm. right yeah. and they they're just good like the mom i was talking to the mom um and she said you know you wouldn't think so but these are all like honorable students like they you know like they yeah. hold it down they they participate in sports they participate you know they play in her they practice in her basement um they promoted the show themselves they went out passed out flyers you know blasted it all over instagram and you know so on and so forth and they the proof was in the pudding when yeah, i got I think, there and had nowhere to park <laughs> yeah i mean i think you know people whether i mean this honestly goes across all ages but I think that as long as you're doing an event that is unique and you give people a reason to come, right. they, they generally will. Right. And I find that you know sometimes it could be hard with just like the booking shows aspect of things where it's just like you have the same half dozen bands that have been playing together yeah. for the past decade still playing shows together. And it's like, how many people do you expect to fucking come to this if you're doing it every other month? Right. Which was another reasoning (laughs) behind mixing up the venue. So mixing up the shows so much. Like I said, let's work with bands 
that we've never worked with, that have never worked together, and just a, just a big mixed bag of nuts, you know? Yeah. Um, bringing right. worlds together peacefully, colliding worlds together peacefully is mm-hmm. kind of the underlying theme. Yeah, I think the for me and what I do with just putting shows together, I find that the, the secret sauce to making something successful seems to be from the bands or, you know, a vendor or anybody else that's there, make sure the people that you're asking to be there actually want to be there. Yes. Because oh, if they yes. want to be there, you're going to have a successful event because if they're going to want to be there, they're going to want their friends to be there. Right. But a lot of the times, like, you might ask a band to play and they don't want to fucking, like, have, you know, they don't want to fucking do it, but they fucking show up anyways. You know what I mean? It's like, show up late, leave early, uh, don't fucking talk to anybody. It's like, why the yep. fuck did you drive all the way across town to do this? You could have just told me no. Yeah. There's right. plenty of other people that actually want to fucking be right, here. Right, right. But it's hard to, like, suss that stuff out until you've like worked with those bands, which is a bummer. Exactly. We've had a a fairly good, um, fairly good luck with the bands that, that have jumped on any of this stuff. Majority, I'd say 98.5% of them have (laughs) specific. (laughs) Yeah. Have come, (laughs) have come at the beginning of the show. You might have that one or two members that had to work. Yeah. You know, and, and couldn't get there for the first and, and, and stay till the end because that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I, you know, I haven't been in, in the, on the music scene as long as you two, but one of the things that I have noticed doing shows is the people that come and then yeah. leave when they're done. Like, yeah, I was at the very least, especially if there's not a lot of attendees in the crowd, stick around and, and see these bands play. Get it, get, you know, like support them in the sense that you they, they heard your band play. Yeah. So stick around and Watch this band, especially when you have bands coming from New York, New Jersey, Ohio, West Virginia, yeah. anywhere. There was a band on tour last night um, that played that show, and I'm not going to name them or anything. And I really don't have anything bad to say about them. I'm just kind of bummed out because, like, I understand like they're the out of town band. Nobody was really there to see them, um, but they got a pretty good reaction. Uh, right. The show last night was all ages, so there was like a group of like fifteen year old kids moshing nice. around. We actually had a hole <laughs> fucking kicked in our wall oh, at the no. spot, which is fine. <laughs> we have somebody that works in the building that can fix it. It's not a big deal, but it was just kind of like okay, like you know, I mean, people went off for them, right? And like they were a good band, they were really nice. But as soon as they were done, they just fucking left. Like I wanted to buy a shirt, but I was running sound all night. And then you know, by the time like leprosy was playing, and I was like, okay, cool, everything's sounding good. I was like, I look over, and I'm like, oh, they fucking, they're gone. They're gone, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Huge. I would, you know, you missed out on twenty bucks, dudes. Jesus Christ. Right. Plus, you missed out on seeing some good bands, some hardworking bands yeah. that put on some kick-ass shows, some good dudes, you know, or dudettes, whatever, you know, like you missed. Yeah. Out. It's a, it's, a, it's like, like you're not, already there. It's, it's not like that much not. of an effort to stick around for another 45 minutes, an right, hour or shit right. like that. But I don't know. I mean, to each their own, you right. know, whatever for everybody out there listening, stay for the whole fucking show. Yeah. And, and that's the other <laughs> thing too. Like, you know, from the perspective of a promoter book bands that want to be there from the perspective of a band, don't jump on a show if you don't think you want to be there. Agreed. 100%. <laughs> like, and that's it. Like, and I mean, I know it's like, it's good to take opportunities, but if like you feel like you don't fit on the bill or if you feel like you don't just, I mean, it doesn't even matter the reason. If you don't want to be there, don't take the offer because no. you're doing the promoters at this service. Yeah, if you don't want to be there, you're not going to fucking promote it. And then that's not going to do anybody a favor. Right. And that's you can't the, just fucking like, we're not in like a, this cultural hub where 
you could just expect a group of people to be at a show no matter what. You know what I mean? This isn't some fucking like 1985 sunset strip bullshit that we're living in. Unfortunately, that'd be fucking tight, but it's not like, you know, if you want people to be at the show, you got to put in your effort. And speaking of, that is the other pet peeve. When you have a show and you have four or five, six bands, if everybody in those bands are helping out with the promotions, and I know as promoters, we're supposed to promote, and that's part of it, but like you said, don't you want people there? And if it's us two as promoters, and then you five, you four, you seven, you add all of that up, and everybody's kind of like blasting the shit out of it, like you're going to get a better turnout. Yeah, sometimes, but... Sometimes you don't. Right. Sometimes right. you fucking you, Sometimes you, you get go three you, people. you go off the fucking wall and it just doesn't fucking happen. And like there's so many uncontrollable variables to it. Right, right. You know, I think that, you know, sometimes like a place with like a the subalpine, for example, I remember when we played there, we had an issue just because we didn't know people that knew what it was. Right. But I think we had some friends come down that were like from Irwin, Greensburg area. It's like, oh tight, that's you know, we don't kind of drive all the way to Pittsburgh fucking sick, but you know, any of our Pittsburgh people were fucking like North Hills people. You know what I mean? It just wasn't going to fucking happen. Right. And that stinks too. Like I know people were committed to the, the city venues and stuff like that, but like, we're really not that far off the map and it's, you know, one or two turns off of the main highway route 30 yeah, no. ample parking. You don't got to park people, blocks. It, people it's, are, it's so funny. People that live outside of the city are so afraid to go to shows in the city and people that live in the city are so afraid yeah. to go to shows outside of the city. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking silly. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, I'm not going to find anywhere to park if I drive to the South side. And then if I, you know, I got to drive this hurdle Creek. I can't walk home. I can't yeah. lift home. You yeah. know, like that. Yep, like, yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They both have their ups and downs. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Every once in a while you get a show down there that did better than a couple of shows you see downtown. Yeah. I mean, I think it really just goes to, you know, making an event that people want to go to. And if somebody wants to be there, you kind of lose sight of that thing. You know what right. I mean? I get somebody that wants to see Willie Nelson. Isn't like, Oh, I bet parking's going to suck. It's like, no, I want to go to this fucking show. I'll make it happen. Right. So yep. if they're complaining about those little niche things, instead of like trying to convince them, it's just like, Oh, well, I guess you really don't want to be there. I'll move on. Talk to pretty, somebody else. I guess pretty much, pretty much. It's a fucking bummer. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Something that I've been asking a lot of people about, and this is a perfect question for the two of you, even though I wouldn't say the subalpine is necessarily an alternative venue space now because you've been doing shows there for a while and you've kind of like fine tuned it and got it locked into how you want it. But starting out doing shows there, maybe promoting shows in other places in the past, you know, how do you feel about promoting shows in alternative venue spaces in terms of like, do you find it to be a challenge or do you think it's easier? Depends where. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's always a challenge. Um, but we are definitely willing to take that challenge on. In fact, we're currently um, in the process of working with somebody who is trying to turn their church into a, a DIY venue. Cool. And um, Jonna from First Angel Media approached us and said, hey, would you would you be interested in helping? And absolutely. Absolutely. It's a little, you know, it's I believe it's Creighton is how you say it. Creighton or Creighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard about the right space. Yeah, yeah, right off 28. And, and you know, I, I think at first it's going to be a challenge because it's a brand new space. Um, but now if we said, hey, let's throw a show at the Moose, 
that might be a little bit of a less of a challenge because again, you have that foot traffic and people that just constantly hang out there anyway. And like, Oh, there's a show upstairs. We'll just go ahead and head up kind of deal. So I think it all, de- the variables depend. And there's always like the, the aspects too of doing a show in a, uh, uh, air quote DIY space where uh, there's so much more that you have to focus on in terms of like, oh, okay, uh, our lighting and our, our sound uh, stage or no stage load in load out, like who's managing all of these things. Right. Uh, you know, if you're doing a space where there isn't a bar, like, okay, are we doing pops and sodas? Are we close to a place that people can go to? Are right. we doing BYOB? There's all these variables that's like... Which makes it a challenge. A headache, yes. you know, versus like, oh, okay, let me just fucking give the moose 300 bucks and then I don't got to worry about anything else. Sometimes it almost feels like worth it just to pay it and just like, okay, Call whatever, just fucking yeah. show up, you know? Yep. But at the same time, it's like, well, that's more money that could have been in your pocket or more money that could have been donated to something that you're right, working with. Right, right. And the other thing that's cool too about alternative spaces is that you're able to pull off more outside the box things. Like there probably isn't another space that has the amount of space and the flexibility like the subalpine has where you could do the stuff that you're doing right. and get away with it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, handicap accessible too. So yeah. Well. yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a huge thing I, I have discovered. You know, um, couldn't tell you how many times I carried people up and down the auto bar steps. And <laughs> yeah. Up and down out of the moose. Yeah, that, that's a huge plus. We are handicap accessible. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, so for, to answer that question, I think there's a lot of variables that yeah, make it. Depends it who's playing. One way or the other, at. yeah. I think it's, you know, if you're in the... If you're in a situation when, you know, you have access to a space like that and you're going to do something with this space, utilize it to its fullest potential, which is obviously what the two of you have been doing. And that's just kind of my shout outs to anybody out there in the Internet land that's listening to this. You know, if you want to, you know, do something at a space like that, definitely think about what can you do? Like if you have a space where it's like, we don't give a shit what you do in the parking lot. Let's do Fucking it. Fucking do something. Let's do it. I don't care yeah. if it's something as dumb as like a cornhole tournament between right. bands. Do something. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We did a, uh, me, Grey Walker and Arcane Haven, we did a show at uh, an Elks Lodge and we set up like a giant video game projector and we had the bands play, like we had a video game tournaments for like who would headline the show. Oh, cool. At the show. That, so that was neat. fun. So it was kind of like a show up early, hang out, get some beers, you know, it was like had everybody like gathered around cheering, rooting people on. We had like a Jeff from Bethlehem uh, was the referee who was just like talking and yapping the whole time and everything. It was a lot of fun. And it was just like, Something that was different. a really simple way to just utilize the space. We brought in a bunch of extra TVs nice. and like consoles so people could just play games all night while bands were playing and shit. It oh, was fun. That's cool. That's so it was just like, and it wasn't that much of an effort. It was just like, well, we have this huge fucking space. We're not going to get fucking 300 people in here. We know it's not going to happen. Let's right. take up half the room with TVs and then, right. you know, just fucking u- use the space. Yeah. And that's, that's a unique idea. It's outside the box thinking. Um, the, the one show, the test show that we did at that, that church venue I mentioned, um, Suzanne, who is one of the owners and, and runs the, the church uh, or the venue rather, she teaches like fencing classes and whatnot. So in between sets, there were people doing like examples of fencing and little mini tournaments, if you will. And then the very last, before the last band played, they offered to give quick lessons to anybody in the spot that wanted to like, 
play with swords and stuff. And it was, it was different, but it was cool to see something, you know, rather than just standing there watching the bands break down and set up and like, do, 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 you know, it was something different to see like heavy metal and big swords. What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully hopefully no one gets screwed in the end, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. So, and that's, that's kind of how we are. We're always constantly trying to think of, Things that aren't done over and over and over and over everywhere else. Yeah, I think that that's really important. And I think that that's what's going to help, you know, keep people coming out to things, giving people a reason to be there. Right. Um, And also giving, you know, people an opportunity to feel like they're actually a part of something. They're not just at something. Right, right. Which is, I think, is cool. It's important to include every, like when we're, when we do a show like any of these shows, I try to greet everybody. I try to make sure everybody's having fun thank everybody you know individually as a group as a whole and i think that's important too because sometimes you go to a show and it's like you never see the promoter or you never see the person yeah. who put it together the social know. aspect is really important oh absolutely and there's a lot of times when you know i'll go to a show just because i want to see my fucking homies right you know right, what i mean yeah. it's cool that you know i'm seeing leprosy play again or whatever you know what i mean but it's not like them playing a show is going to get me out of the house at this point it's no it's because like i actually want to see those dudes or i want to see you know feast on the fallen or name any other metal band like these are people that i'm friends with and it's like cool like i'm gonna go see them i'll watch them play for a little bit but we're gonna fucking have some beers afterwards and bullshit right and that's what keeps me going out and if you are able to put something else in that too like oh these fucking guys are gonna have a video game tournament or these guys are gonna do this or like this is going to this so i can like help support something i can like watch my friends make asses out of themselves and hang out like cool that's that's a given right (laughs) that's totally a given and that that is the one nice thing i can say about the space too is the way the space is laid out i know there's talk about whether there should be an actual stage or not but it's like everybody's kind of on the same level and then after the the bands are done playing they can in fact go back and sit at the bar you know talk to members of the audience and kind of socialize and everybody kind of feels like they're on the same, same playing field, if you will. I mean, for for a while nice. there, I was going to actually make Rich Elder a bedroom in there because it was, it was either, <laughs> it was either a wretched hive or it was shattered soul. <laughs> Rich is awesome. He's one of our favorite people, by the way. <laughs> yeah. A little shout out to Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little shout out. Was that a pun? Yeah, maybe a little one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're creeping up slowly on our hour here. We still got a little bit of time uh, taking this conversation just into like a little bit of a fun route. So this is like I so I'm, I'm I fucking love food. I just like food. I'm a human being. What are you going to do? Right. Yeah. So this is a question I'm going to ask the two of you. All right. You know, you are either like just got done with this big event or maybe like you're in the middle of setting something up and like you're all famished and you need something, you need a food break, you know, do you got a go-to spot for like your food breaks, whether it's like delivery or going out somewhere after a show, during a show, what's the go-to spots? Oh, good Lord. Well, for me, since I got to probably end up going to work after it, I'll end up hitting uh, Permanis with Smallman. Hell yeah. Nice. nice. Smallman Permanis is the only Permanis anyone should ever go to. <laughs> Close second followed by maybe the Oakland location, but Smallman's the shit. I was just there last night. Yeah. 
All right. One of my favorite spots, and I've been going there for years. Um, my son celebrates his birthday there almost here. Car hops in Monroeville. It's it's pretty cool little themed little. Okay. Yeah. I've little, heard about this spot. I've never been there though. Yeah. Um, Amy and Lee, basically Lee owns it and Amy and, and I'm, I don't know the other employee's name have watched my son go from this big to Oh wow! This big and and his sixteenth birthday, they gave him a shirt. Like we're there so much that we walk in and are like, should we get the extra bacon and cheese out? For the cheese fries, <laughs> you know, fresh cut cheese fries, way better than Kennywood's. Um, and just the, Kennywood's fries have gone to dog shit. Yeah, and it's just don't nice, even get me started. Yeah, I could fucking. Oh. It's a nice welcoming environment as well. You know. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, so that would be the unfortunate thing about those guys is they're not open late after the show. So a lot of time I'm okay. hitting sheets on the way home. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with sheets. You got to do what you got to yeah, do. You got to do what you got to do. Buffalo chicken wraps are, are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what I'd say. And his parents often cook down there too and, and keep us fed and keep our bellies happy. Or just start a food fight, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. I think, I think you was there for one of those. <laughs> That's a themed show. Yeah. Waiting to happen. Oh, oh yeah. Look out. <laughs> I'm all for it. Gotta do, yeah, like thrash metal food fight. It'd be fucking sick. You're cleaning up after, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> just line the whole fucking place out like fucking Dexter getting ready to fucking kill somebody and just like go for it. Would it be in right? theory? It seems like a hysterical idea, but I feel like it would just be like a mess. A mess. Ugh. Well, at least it's hardwood floors, so it wouldn't be super hard to clean up. Yeah, that would suck. Like icing and stuff. Ugh. You can't get that in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, is it okay to give a shout out to people that have supported us from day Please one? Please do. Please because do. To me, that's really, really super important. Um, I mentioned Jonna from you know First Angel Media. She mm-hmm. came to that first show in November and has been a support ever since. Um, Julia and Jerry from Twist of Fate Productions. Every time they give a shout out, they give a shout out to us. <laughs> we don't like them on around these parts. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. I just you know they do shout out to us, so I had to say no, it. But I'm that's okay. kidding. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Miss Ashley Cruel, the makeup. Yeah. Um, Brittany and Neil from Miss Jones Curiosities. They do taxidermy art. She's been there from day one she's oh, cool. even sponsored shows um does everything she can lily six from rock Ridge radio she yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh sandra from wicked web jewelry i yeah. met her i met her two years ago at the wicked witch festival and she's been a she's become a very very good friend and is always um supporting us and our cause the infamous jungles edge exotics i have to give a shout out to mark um he owned the infamous chomp you know chompsburg pa does everybody here who knew chomp is no the alligator that got loose the big five six footer oh. he was our mascot and began this this he's been with me since day one for the reptile portion of my show okay and then we had to he had to take a step back because of that, oh no you know, of incidents and whatnot um so now off the hook exotics has stepped in um, Jade Dragon Jewelry um, and her Indy, the big water monitor that I have walked around the lot with the cars, you know, on a harness. Um, I already mentioned Chris a bazillion times. Cheryl Speck, she's been with us from day one. She does some killer music, makes some killer art, price to sell. And last but not least, Miss Audra. Um, she comes from the reptile world and she brings Miss Sunshine, the big reticulated python, to take pictures with all the kids and, and so on and so forth. And these guys have all been there from literally day one. Whether yeah. the show has been slow, whether it's been busy. So I, you know, I have to say thanks to all those guys. And I probably forgot somebody and I'm really Sabrina. sorry. Sabrina, yes. Um, crazy uh, lady. Crazy Mel Crazy Mel lady. She does yeah. the... Uh, 
She does this stuff. Yeah, she actually did that. Nice. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the guys yeah. from Leprosy. And Horror Ordeal. Anytime you get in the jam, man, you know, them two are pretty much game for jumping on anything. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Chris was uh, the only other person to know about doing shows down there when I first had the idea. Yeah. So it was like I had the idea of doing shows down there, threw it to her, and then I threw it to Chris. About a week later, there was a PA on my front porch. (laughs) And, of course, my other bestest friend ever, Jason from Leprosy, my wifey. (laughs) Got to give that shout-out, too. No, it's important. I think that, you know, the really cool thing and the big takeaway from what the two of you are doing is just, like, building a community. And I think that that's awesome to be able to utilize all of your resources, you know, the venue that you have access to, the the just the time that you have to put together something like this or things like this, multiple events, you know, plenty of things, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, if I'm not going to have you list all the dates again, rewind. If you right. didn't catch yes, it, you know, take rewind. some fucking notes <laughs> or better yet. It's 2019. Y'all have the internet. You're on the internet right now. Yep. Why don't you tell people where they can find creatures and creep rods oh, on the internet, on Facebook. Cause that's about all the internet I can take. <laughs> <laughs> It's on Instagram, but we haven't been on there for a minute. But yeah, we have a, a Facebook page. It's the one, there's two because we started one and, and closed it down. It's the one that has about 1,500 likes on it. Yeah, right the one now. that looks active. Yeah. The one that looks active. Um, you, Amber Sunshine is my Facebook. You know, uh, Josh Montadoro is his. You can always find information on either one of those. Um, but yeah. Or look up the Subalpine as well. Yes. There's a Subalpine page. Oh, the Subalpine page. Alpine page also, yes. I totally forgot about that. That's okay. That's why I'm here. <laughs> right? That's why you're here. Yay! <laughs> but, um, yeah, Creatures and Creep Rods, look it up, message one of us, and, you know, and go from there. And we're always, always, always open to people's ideas, um, anyone's help, of course, sponsorship. And, like, like this to me is, is golden. Thank you so much for doing this for you're us. You're welcome. We, Thanks for wanting to come on. Yeah, Thanks for out. what you two do, honestly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we've, we've reached out, and, I, you know, we're kind of new, so I don't know. Some people are like, meh. And others are like, oh, this is fucking great. And it's like, okay, well, help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, help. So, like, you're the first person to give us this type of opportunity, and we want to say thank you. Thank you're you very, very welcome. Much, so. No, I'm happy to do it. Awesome. I think that, you know, I already said it, but anybody, like, what the show is about, honestly, is just, like, getting people in touch with everything that's going on, trying to make the community, like, expand it while simultaneously making it more tight-knit. Right. Which is a complicated thing to do, but you got to try. Like you were saying about building the community, really, it's already there that nobody's realized it. I mean, there's people in the reptile world that love heavy metal, are linked into the metal scene, you know, and then there's people in the art scene that are linked into both, or vice versa. And it's also a way to introduce people to new stuff. You know, say say you're really into the reptiles, and you you take your significant other to the reptile show, and they're like. At least this way, there's multiple avenues. So you might not like the reptiles, but hey, you might like the art or you might like the jewelry or, you know, at the end of the night, we're both going to get to see some cool music and, you know, or, or dress up for some cool themed stuff, you know. So it's kind of peacefully collides different worlds and maybe introduces people to new stuff or. Oh, yeah. And the other thing, too, is you have say there's a lot of people in the reptile world. 
<laughs> a lot of people in the reptile world that don't get enough of an opportunity to go to music events or right. go to car shows or this or that because they're busy doing their own thing. Just like I'm in a band, so I don't get to go to reptile shows or car right, shows. And right. then like, but everybody has those mutual interests. I mean, anybody cool likes fucking loud music, right? Right. Duh. Oh, duh. But so you, a lot of those people, they just don't, you give them an opportunity to put it all in one place. And it's like, holy shit. Like, I didn't know right. you were, you were a thing. And then like, I didn't know you were a thing either. Let's be friends. Yep. Ah. Yeah, the, other, the other thing is you don't, a lot of people already knew each other. They just never. Oh, had sure. To, had to, you know, the opportunity with each other until you bring them together. Yeah. And yeah. a shout out to all the bands, all the bands that have, um, jumped on and donated their time and their gift. I, I, I can't express that enough because I know everyone, no, no, I, I just love to play. This is fun for me. I, I know it's work. It's hard work. I've never been in a band, but I can see, you know, bringing in equipment. You got to coordinate the date with the five members of your band, you know, the coordinate practice, it with your family, coordinate it with your family, right? Your jobs, everything. So like, <sighs> I can't say it enough. The appreciation that I have that these guys do come forward and donate their time, their gift in an attempt to raise money for a cause that's greater than ourselves. So yes, please. I just want to express that. Thank you to every one of you guys on this list, um, that have come and played and, donated that time and, and especially the ones that have stuck around for the whole show <laughs> and everybody that will be playing at one of the 2,476 events you have coming up in the next three weeks. <laughs> well, that's like last year you guys did the, uh, the one for make a wish that was separate from this. Yeah. But we had what well, we had damn near every metal band in Pittsburgh on there pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it turned out it was a pretty solid turnout. Yeah. And even though we played last, so it was, not necessarily by choice. We were still there. We were the first fucking band that showed up and we were the last ones to leave. Yes. Not trying to put myself on a pedestal, just saying I like hanging out. I hadn't seen half those fucking bands before, so it's like tight. Right. I get to see some fucking bands. Plus you're already Hang out there. at a new place. Yeah, you're already there, so why not stick around? Drink I mean. some Jenny Ice, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Get it in. I was fucking doing it. I had a good time. <laughs> Yeah. Yep, yep. And another shout out to Leprosy. They're the same way. They show up at the beginning of the night. They hang out far beyond when they play, whether they are the headliners, whether they are in the middle. They're there for the whole show. So you, you, I like seeing that. Like it's support. You know, there's, there's got to be support in this in this industry, whether it's the artists, whether it's the vendors, the car people, the music people. Like you're already there. Hang the fuck out. Stay till the end of the show. Yeah. And if you don't want to be there, don't be say there. no. There's plenty of other people that would rather be there. Yes. We, we don't need y'all. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking just say no. Stay at home in your grumpy bubbles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think that I think we covered pretty much all of it. We shouted out the events. We talked about the stuff. You know where you can find them if you want to get involved or if you just want to go out to something. And I think that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Yay. So let's outro. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. One more time. Josh, Amber, Frankie hiding out from the light. I feel bad. Bad little friend. It's probably probably a little... Oh, yeah. There was somebody else back there, too. Yeah, there's somebody in the back. I don't know if you can see her. That is Ethel. Ethel? Evil tyrant hates every living thing. Oh. Hey. It's been quiet.
quiet back there, but I guess it fits the name. <laughs> so yeah. Shout outs to all of them, creatures and creep rods. I'll be back again next time with another episode in a few days, I guess. I don't really know when, whatever. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat 2019. Whoop, whoo! Thanks for listening. We are done. Nice. Perfect. That was cool.